Good evening and welcome to Harley Paranormal. This is Lacey. With me as always is... Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> was that too chipper? Is it? I think it was good. Okay. Jerry, are you ready to get spooky? I am prepared for maximum spook. So no pressure? No pressure. Okay. So last week we asked the question, what is your favorite scary movie based off an alleged true event? What would you say that yours is? Mine is... Uh, this is kind of a weird one. It's like a sideways, like it's not exactly based on a true event, mm-hmm. would be like Annabelle creation. Because <laughs> it's not, I mean, it's not really based on the origin of that doll. The real Annabelle doll is a Raggedy Hand doll. <laughs> Which is terrifying. Are you being sarcastic? Absolutely. Oh, okay. I was like, no, it's not. Like, don't say this that. This is where you find out 10 years later, I have a terrifying. fear of Raggedy Ann. <laughs> um, I was always afraid of Andy, so... <laughs> I liked the origin story in the movie. I thought that it was cool and it, it really added to the first film. It mm-hmm. made, you know, kind of tied in really nicely. Yeah. But I also like that it's not even close to, because they couldn't do an origin story about the actual Annabelle doll because it would yeah. just be like a factory somewhere in China <laughs> where the doll is being put together and then sold at a Goodwill or something like that. Like, um, but that, that's mine because it's, it's based on, you know, Annabelle and it's allegedly haunted doll or whatever. Also, can we discuss how um, crazy, creepy that doll is made to look in that movie? In, yeah, the film. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Um, yeah, because I remember reading that the production company didn't want to use the Raggedy Ann doll because it wasn't scary enough. So. Which is bananas because like, that's the point of that story is that the doll is creepy. Yeah, that it's creepy of its own merits. Not yeah. because it looks like... Like if I was to hold a bunch of dolls in a lineup... <laughs> I would go imagine like the cop lineup. <laughs> yeah, which one is spookiest? The one from the film. I would be like, that one's definitely haunted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I it think looks they... too haunted to be haunted. It lo- yeah, it's over. It's trying too hard. Really, yeah, to... <laughs> the <laughs> contour is too hard. The eyeshadow is far too dramatic. <laughs> what about you? My favorite one is also the favorite of a listener, Emily. It is Robert the Doll, and the movie is Child's Play, which for a long time I didn't know. It was a real story. Also, a little uh, fun tidbit about Child's Play is Child's Play was originally released on November 9th, 1988. And why is that a significant date? That is my exact birthday. And on Bride of Chucky, they go to his grave in Hackensack, New Jersey. And the tombstone says November 9th, 1988. And when I was in about seventh grade, I lost my mind. (laughs) Also, everyone listening now knows how old you are. Wow. Wow. (laughs) And that was submitted by Emily on Facebook. She likes that it's almost 90 years old and it's still kind of wreaking havoc on people despite being in a glass box. Robert the doll? Yeah. How is it wreaking havoc on anyone? She said it's giving people bad omens. (laughs) (laughs) Like they go to visit and he's just like, oh, I wouldn't drive tomorrow if I were you. (laughs) (laughs) It's gonna rain. (laughs) Bring an umbrella. Psych. That's I like the idea of a haunted doll that's a tourist attraction, <laughs> and all he does is people show up, and he's just like, oh, I don't know about those plans in July. <laughs> <laughs> but they don't come into fruition. He's just messing with people. He's just, <laughs> so it's not even really true. He's just like making people uneasy for no reason. Yeah. That's truly diabolical. <laughs> that is. I'd be terrified. But also, he is scarier in real life than Chucky, I feel. Really? Yeah, because he's like made of cloth and has like holes in him and stuff. And that sounds like a doll that got its ass kicked. That doesn't sound very threatening. Well, he's had a he's had to do a lot of work. He moves around. 
He jumps at people. That's true. He actually does a lot more than Annabelle does. Annabelle yeah. just sits there. Yeah. And Annabelle's lazy. Do all the heavy li- yeah, Annabelle's definitely lazy. She lets that demon do all the heavy lifting. Yeah. Anymore. You are actually doing the story this week. I am. The case that we're going to be examining. Yes. It was a submission by a friend of the show, comedian Jake Link, and he thinks we should cover the Jersey Devil. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> that's a big one. Oh, yeah. That's a that's very close to home for us, literally yes. and figuratively. <laughs> <laughs> but the Pine Barrens, though, that is a whole different part of New Jersey. One of the crazy things about the Jersey Devil that I didn't discover until after we moved, because we, we currently don't live in New Jersey. We live in a different state. And I didn't know that no one outside of New Jersey has ever heard of the Jersey Devil. Yeah, I tried to tell my boss about it. He's like, I have no idea what you're saying. Yeah, it's like people not knowing who Santa Claus is. Like, yeah, or Bigfoot. Or Bigfoot, yeah. Like, everyone knows that cryptid, but, like, no one knows our our baby. Our Yeah, our homegrown cryptid. Yeah. So, I think, is very important for people that are listening. <laughs> like, the Jersey Devil. Like, the <laughs> hockey team. We're like, no, but, but they are yes. <laughs> But yes, yeah. <laughs> So I found this article on WeirdNewJersey.com, and for those of you who don't know, it is a magazine that comes out a couple times a year that has all the creepy Jersey stuff in it, because we're a creepy state. And here is The Legend of the Jersey Devil. Legend has it that in 1735, a Pines resident known as Mother Leeds found herself pregnant for the 13th time. Leeds is the name of one of New Jersey's earliest settlers, and many descendants of the Leeds family can still be found throughout New Jersey to this day. Mother Leeds was not living a wealthy lifestyle by any means. Her husband was a drunkard who made few efforts to provide for his wife and 12 children. Reaching the point of absolute exasperation upon learning of her 13th child, she raised her hands to the heaven and proclaimed, Let this one be the devil. Mother Leeds went into labor a few months later on a stormy night, no longer mindful of the curse that she had uttered previously regarding her unborn child. Her children and husband huddled together in one room of their Leeds Point home while local midwives gathered to deliver the baby in another. By all accounts, the birth went routinely, and the 13th Leeds child was a seemingly normal baby boy. Within minutes, however, Mother Leeds' unholy wish of months before began to come into fruition. The baby started to change and metamorphosize right before her very eyes. Within moments, it transformed from a beautiful newborn baby into a hideous creature unlike any the world has ever seen. The wailing infant began growling at an incredible rate. It sprouted horns from the top of its head and talon-like claws tore through the tips of its fingers. Leathery bat wings unfurled from its back and hair and feathers sprouted all over the child's body. Its eyes began glowing bright red as it grew larger in the monster's gnarled and snarling face. The creature savagely attacked its own mother, killing her and turned its attention to the rest of the horrified onlookers who witnessed its temptuous transformation. It flew at them, clawing and biting, voicing unearthly shrieks the entire time. It tore the midwives limb from limb, maiming some and killing others. The monster then knocked down the door to the next room, where its own father and siblings cowered in fear and attacked them all, killing as many as they could. Those who survived to tell the tale then watched in horror as the rotten beast sprinted to the chimney and flew up it, destroying it on the way and leaving a pile of rubble in its wake. The creature then made good its escape into the darkness and desolation of the Pine Barrens, where it has lived ever since. To this day, the creature, known varyingly as the Leeds Devil or the Jersey Devil, claims the pines as its own and terrorizes anyone who is unfortunate enough to encounter it. So that's a pretty, I think that's a pretty standard story of the Jersey Devil. That's the one that we, I mean, that's the one I heard growing up. Yeah. We learned about it in like sixth grade. Yeah, we learned about it in school. Yeah, we had like coloring books and everything of it. (laughs) I just love the idea that they're just like, no, no, you don't got to learn about how banking account works or how finance, like, 
Don't worry about any of that life stuff. We need to tell you about the devil down south. And did you know that is the official state demon of New Jersey? <laughs> it's got a state demon? Yeah, I don't know if any other states have a state demon, but um, that's New Jersey's. I bet Maine does. I bet they probably named it after one of Stephen King's characters. Oh, maybe. The Maine demon. I think Stephen King might be the, the Maine <laughs> state demon. He's terrifying. Oh, totally. Let's talk about that story. Okay. I've read stories about the Jersey Devil Yeah. in Weird New Jersey magazine when we used to get it at those like a corner shop we could get it from. <laughs> and it was almost like a mainstay. Like I think like every other issue had another sighting. Yeah. Where someone had seen it. And I've heard a lot of variations of this story. This is the one I've heard the most, though. The one where it's Stormy, it's the 13th Child. Yeah. I think they did a movie about it called The 13th Child. <laughs> uh, so do you have some sightings? Because that's... This is just folklore as a story. Yeah. But if people start seeing shit, then it falls under our jurisdiction. Oh, there are many sightings. According to AtlanticCounty.org, Joseph Bonaparte, the brother of Napoleon Bonaparte, and the former king of Spain was reported to have seen the devil. The incident took place in Bordentown, New Jersey, while he was game hunting in the nearby woods. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> like, Napoleon's brother Joe saw one <laughs> while he was in Bordentown, New Jersey? How many Joes do you think saw this devil? When was this? You know, it doesn't say. That I don't think that's true. <laughs> I don't think that's true at all. Do you think that's a story he made up where, like, he was just in a pub or something? Well, they're not pubs in New Jersey. He's in a diner <laughs> in New Jersey. And they're just like, dude, we heard about your brother Napoleon. Like, he got exiled on that island and then escaped. And, like, he's causing all kinds of hell for Well, France. well, well, I saw the Jersey Devil while I was hunting. <laughs> <laughs> like, you, the what? <laughs> like, yeah, no, in the woods, I saw the devil. It, it was, yeah, I mean, I'm up to stuff, too. It's not just, <laughs> just not, not just Napoleon, you know? <laughs> Everyone talks about Napoleon, Napoleon. That's crazy. That's a cra- That in and of itself is a crazy story, and I don't believe it for one second. <laughs> we have another one that said, The infamous Captain Kidd is reputed to have buried treasure in Barnegat Bay. Legend has it, he beheaded one of his men to guard forever his buried treasure, as one does. Accounts claim that the Headless Pirate and the Jersey Devil became friends and were seen in the evenings walking along the Atlantic in nearby marshlands. Okay, so <laughs> I have so many problems with this. <laughs> I, I'm not a pirate. This may, Yet. This may surprise you. <laughs> yeah. I am not a pirate. And I'm also not, you know, I've never been in charge of piracy or of a ship or pirate treasure. But even I know that you probably shouldn't cut off the head of the guy that's supposed to guard the treasure. Yeah, I feel like there would be um, animosity towards that. Well, not just that. I think it's just highly ineffective. Like, if I show up to steal a treasure and the guard is there without a head, I go, oh, well, oh. that's one less problem to deal with. I mean, obviously that is a good point that I didn't think of. Oh, you were just worried about the guard having hurt feelings by having <laughs> his head cut off? I'm very sensitive. I thought maybe he might be too. I also like the idea of them, like, walking down the beach holding hands. Yeah. They're like, well, they became friends. And it's like, why, though? Like, <laughs> did the Jersey Devil, like, was he treasure hunting and he encountered the headless pirate guard? And then they fought until they became best friends? Or maybe it was love at first sight. <gasps> they fell for each other immediately. I love that. I think for, I mean, and obviously, like, I'll, I'll do some research to back up my opinion, but I don't believe that story is true. <laughs> You're going to have to do a lot of research because, like, it's very serious. <laughs> Love is serious. <laughs> so from NewJersey.com, you could tell we're very proud of our Jersey Devil. Yeah, it's, it's all over the place. 
The Jersey Devil's fame solidified itself in January of 1909 when a thousand reports came in from eyewitnesses throughout South Jersey. While testing cannibals at Hanover Mills Works in the Pine Barrens, Navy Commander Stephen DeCanter reportedly saw the creature and shot it. The cannibal blew a hole through the devil, but it wasn't phased by the projectile. Strange tracks were found in the field, but bloodhounds allegedly refused to follow the tracks. The kids were fine with it all, though, because schools in the Pine Barrens were closed. Is this like a thing? Is this like every story about the Jersey Devil is as unbelievable as it could possibly be? Like, we blew a hole in him, but he didn't really mind. Wait, wait, wait. You think that that's unbelievable? That he'd have a hole blown in him and not mind? Yeah. Yes. (laughs) I, for one, believe it all i think that he is a magnificent creature i don't i think he could withstand everything and he has the power of love on his side from the headless pirate (laughs) (laughs) this should sound like one of those stories that is really believable because of who it comes from because it's a navy commander and you're like oh he's upstanding why would he make it up but that i think is why it's so easy not to believe because you're like, yeah, people would believe him. So obviously he's going to make up some shit. <laughs> I think they were just shooting off cannons and then they were like, oh yeah, we hit the Jersey Devil. Like, oh my God, did you really? Yeah, blew a hole in his chest, but uh, and he just ran away. I'm like, oh, we should get the bloodhounds. Like, yeah, they don't want to follow it for some reason. I, like, I think because there's nothing to follow, bud. <laughs> Do you think it's like in Death Becomes Her, the Jersey Devil just has a complete circle in his stomach now and you can see right <laughs> through it? That's why he's still being seen in 1909, because the potion makes him live forever. (laughs) (laughs) Crossover. In the late 1980s, a group of friends went camping and riding dirt bikes in the Pine Barrens. While riding down a trail about 100 yards from camp, the bikes all stalled. One said it could have had to do with terrain or a nearby power plant. However, as suddenly as the bikes quit running, the men heard a piercing, inhuman sound coming from the woods. When they returned to camp, those who stayed behind said they also heard the screams. That evening, one of the men went into a local bar and told the bartender about the screams in the woods. The man informed the visitor that he most likely had an encounter with the Jersey Devil. What? I'm embarrassed that I believed in this as a kid. <laughs> yeah, because men at bars, they don't lie. They don't have big stories. <laughs> oh, you're doing sarcasm. <laughs> I'm pretty good at it. <laughs> I'm also interested in the, the dirt bike riders where they, the bikes stall, and they said, well, it could have had something to do with the terrain or a nearby power plant. Yeah, what does that have to do with bikes? Like, what does that have to do with it? I remember, like, get, I mean, unless it's a really shitty dirt bike, you yeah. go up a hill and it stalls, and you're like, oh, yeah, the hill, the terrain. And the power plant, like, what are they thinking? Like, the power plant's just selectively disabling vehicles as they fly. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't like the competition, you know, the dirt bikes, he flies. It's just, he doesn't like racing. Now, what do you think about the screams in this story? Because I've heard that before. Uh, not the screams in the woods, but... I've heard that associated with the Jersey Devil that people, that's like the number one witness thing is like they've heard a scream in the woods. Yeah. One of the things that I read was someone said it sounds like a cat screaming, which definitely it could be a cat screaming. I don't know if there's big cats down in the Pineys, but I know that it's a place that, you know, like cougars and stuff Yeah, like I'm that. fairly sure there are mountain lions. Well, Google there's a lot that. of lady cougars in New Jersey. That's okay. So when we're in New Jersey... Cougars means a totally different thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, you could be camping, and if you don't watch your back, you'll hear rustling in the grass. You turn, <laughs> and there's a middle-aged woman <laughs> with a purse, and, like, one of her a heels... A poof. A poof. One of her heels is busted off. <laughs> She's got a martini in her hand. That's who you have to be careful of in the Pine Barrens. <laughs> the true Jersey Devil. <laughs> the, I've heard that with the screams before, and I, I think it's commonly understood in Jersey, to mm-hmm. people who live there. That the Pine Barrens are a place that you will get lost easy if you're not careful. Yeah, I actually um, went canoeing with my family in the Pine Barrens. 
and we lost one of our oars, and we were lost on the river for hours. And that's, I think, hard to do, because the river, it just goes one way. You would think so. Like, it's hard to make a wrong turn on a river, I think. Well, we couldn't get back onto the land. Oh, because you were missing an oar. Yeah. So we kind of just had to, like, a couple hours later, we had to move our weight into, like, the sand. So do you think that the ghost pirate took your oar for the Jersey Devil? Absolutely. Damn. Well, him and the Jersey Devil actually holding hands and discussing how they're going to lose these children. And then they did. Oh, how they're going to make the children disappear. Yeah. I thought there were other children that they had (laughs) together, like, as a couple. I mean, they were like, we gotta get rid of these kids. <laughs> we need our independence back. Or maybe they wanted to adopt. So they're trying to steal kids. Yeah. Oh, that's sweet. I like that. Yeah, I'm like okay with that. Altruistic. Because <laughs> the Jersey Devil was an unwanted child. So he has a soft spot for unwanted children. <gasps> I think I think our version of the folklore is better. <laughs> I think so too. He just he just wants somebody to love and he found the man of his dreams and now they want kids. Well they didn't say it was a boy pirate. Oh they could have been a lady pirate. I mean, it's okay if it's a male pirate. Yeah. They can be in a gay... Is the Jersey Devil a boy or a girl? No, he was born a beautiful baby boy. Oh, okay. I thought all the mother specified was that it was the devil. <laughs> Which, who yeah. knows. But I think that that's a pretty common, commonly understood fact, is don't go in the woods down in the Pine Barrens because you could get lost. Yeah. And I think that that's because there are cougars and mountain lions and things that can take you and hide you away. Because yeah. mountain lions do hide their prey once they kill them. So it'd be easy for you to just vanish and people go, oh, it's the Jersey Devil, I think. Which, I mean, that seems rude. Like, oh, the Jersey Devil took him away. Now let's go find our child taken by a mountain lion. I like that, that the kid, <laughs> some, well, I mean, you're making it a kid. Yeah, that, I um, think that's a scary scenario. I think this, it is, a, that's for sure, definitely. I think that is kind of funny that anybody goes missing and I like the image of just like the, the local sheriff down in Nutley. It's just like, ah, that darn Jersey Devil. We'll catch him someday. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need to do any work. The Jersey Devil got him. Now we need a new mailman. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> so here are a couple that kind of specify what he looks like. In 1993, forest ranger John Irwin was driving along the Mullica River when he saw a strange creature blocking the road ahead of him. He said it was about six feet tall with horns and matted fur. The two stared at each other for several minutes before the creature turned and ran into the forest. So they locked eyes, and this ranger and the Jersey Devil gaze into each other's eyes for several minutes. I really think the Jersey Devil is just a hopeless romantic. Yeah, I mean, it seems like he's falling in love left and right. Yeah, maybe he's just trying to find the one. And he thought it was this ranger. But then, as he stared into his deep... I'm going to assume that Ranger John had green eyes. Yeah. He then was like, he's not the one, and then ran off and forth. Or the ranger spent... The government official <laughs> who we pay, you know, with taxes, spent several minutes staring at a deer. <laughs> and then the deer was like, I'm getting out of here. This guy's weird. <laughs> I love that. That's likely what happened. It does say it was it's six a, feet tall. Well, horns and matted fur, like it could have been just like a janky deer. It could be a deer. I don't think deer are six feet tall, though. I mean, if Maybe it's it like, if it's nighttime, you can't really gauge like. Yeah, it definitely, he could just say he was six feet, and yeah. it could be smaller than that. I mean, it could have been, like, a big deer. Yeah. I feel like a, a, rain, a park ranger, like a forest ranger, would say antlers and not horns, unless that's just the article writer. Yeah, but he's also the kind of guy who stares several minutes into uh, Entity's eyes, so I mean, like... I don't think, I think Entity churches it up a little bit. I think it's safe to say he's the kind of guy who wait, he stares at a deer <laughs> in the eyes... Trying to kill it with his mind or whatever he was doing. 
And then the deer was just like, okay, well, I got crap to do. Like, just <laughs> I have away. deer stuff. <laughs> I have deer things to do. So this one, I love this one. One evening, while taking out the trash, Frank Apollo, owner of the Smithsville Inn and Village Inn, Galloway Township, saw a strange shadow projected onto the wall before her. She said she looked up and saw the shadow of a beast with wings. While the image had to be frightening, Capallo said that she felt calm, as if the Jersey Devil was watching over her. <laughs> so now it's like, I really love this Jersey Devil. He falls in love. He locks eyes with beautiful men, probably. And then he, like, he watches over, you know, women by themselves. But I don't understand why she felt that he was watching over her. She's like, well, I was calm. I was like, Is it because you didn't really think it was the Jersey Devil? <laughs> You saw the shadow, and you're like, the Jersey Devil, but I'm not afraid, because part of your brain is like, yeah, that's not what it is. Maybe he's, you know, I got nothing for that. Honestly, I got nothing. He's the Batman of Smithville <laughs> and Galloway Township. I just think that the Jersey Devil has better things to do than, you know, casting shadows on people and then doing nothing. Yeah. That's the whole story, isn't it? Like, he did that, and then he just went away. He was just making sure people are being safe. Was she taking off the trash, and then a couple of, like, 1970s New York City muggers showed up, <laughs> and then they saw his shadow, and they're like, let's get out of here! And, like, that saved her? Like, because yeah. then I go, okay, that's an interesting story. But it doesn't, she doesn't seem to say that. So far, I mean, the Jersey Devil seems like a pretty, like, stand-up guy. You know what? This is actually pretty indicative of most New Jersey residents. Bad reputation, but when you get to know them, they're actually looking out for their fellow man. Yeah, I like that. I think that's why he is the um, official... The official demon? Yeah. Also rude. We don't know if he's a demon. He could be yeah. deformed. <laughs> he could just be a weird person. Yeah. Or a deer. <laughs> that also, um, yeah. So, are you ready? I saved this encounter for last because it is amazing. Okay, I'm ready. Okay. The devil's taste varies. He was seen cavorting at sea with a mermaid in 1870. He's reputed to have a ham and egg breakfast with a Republican Judge French, but the devil is not known to have any specific political leanings. What? Come on. This is just like someone, this is the, the musings of a drunken sailor. This is like, oh yeah, no, I saw the Jersey Devil. You didn't, you've been out to sea for six months. No, he was with the mermaid. And they're like, you saw a mermaid too? Yeah, and he, ha he was having a sandwich. Judge French saw it. You saw it, didn't you, Judge? No, I was having an egg sandwich with the Jersey <laughs> Devil and the Mermaid, right? Like, Do you know what the most um, unbelievable part of this story? All of it? He, he had a ham and egg sandwich. He would have a pork roll sandwich if yeah, it was real. 100%. Any, yeah. any self-respecting New Jersey resident has a pork roll egg and cheese sandwich. Yeah, I call it bullshit. <laughs> On that alone, <laughs> your, your culinary choices alone. Yeah. And I also want to throw out there that there has been many rewards for him. Oh, like people want to capture him? Yeah. So it says, in 1960, several residents of Maze Landing heard horrifying screams in the night. There was no explanation for the noises, and people began to panic. Police hung flyers assuring residents that the Jersey Devil was a hoax, but a circus owner countered the appeal by offering a $100,000 reward for anyone who could capture the creature. No one received said award. That's really important. When you're talking about cryptids... And just, you know, this this kind of stuff in general. It's really important that when someone does that, they go, hey, I'm offering a reward of X amount or whatever. Uh, like Bigfoot. There's like a $1 million reward yeah. for Bigfoot. That that lends so much weight to its existence to people. Yeah. Because they're like, oh, if someone's putting up cold, hard cash, it must be real. And it's like, no, dude. And also the superintendent of the Philadelphia Zoo offered a $10,000 reward for the devil's capture. Which, I mean, they're lowballing us. 
Also, what a prick. He was like, oh, I'd love that for the zoo. Not yeah. Like, not there's some unidentified monster. Just like, oh, that would be a great exhibit. And also, like, who are you going to go to first? The zoo? Give you $10,000 or $100,000? Neither. You're going to fall in love with the devil. <laughs> As everyone does. Everybody does. That's why the people have never seen again. They go off to live with the devil. And he lives forever. So the relationship lasts as long as, as, long yeah. as that mortal lives. Yeah. And he just moves on. I haven't seen any negative encounter with him. It's always been positive, well, full of love. I think when he was born, they said that he tore the midwives limb from limb. To be fair, he was just born. Babies are dicks. <laughs> I don't know, man. He was he was disoriented. Yeah. He didn't know what they were doing. He was freaking out. He was a baby. Then he turned into, you know, a horse bat. And I'd be scared, too. This also sounds like he, his appearance sounds like it was made up by an elementary school student. He had hooves and then like a horse bat head. Bat wings. <laughs> horse head. Bat wings. And he breathed fire and he had just the most gorgeous blue eyes. <laughs> Is this something that people really believe in? Because I don't remember, like when I was a kid, I don't remember meeting anybody that really believed in it. Yeah. But we all did kind of talk about it like it was real. Like, uh, I think like Santa Claus, like no one believes in Santa, but you still talk about it in front of the kids and maybe that yeah. kind of thing. From the research that I did, I went through a lot of Reddit posts and some people truly believe that he's out there. Like Santa Claus. Yeah. Okay, so let's assume for a moment that the Jersey Devil is not real. Mm-hmm. There is nothing in the woods like it mm-hmm. that's, you know, causing all this, I wouldn't say mayhem, but that's a completely inaccurate term. Yeah. Causing all of this benevolent charity. <laughs> <laughs> to befall the people of the Pine Barrens. Like, I'm surprised it doesn't throw coins out to local residents. <laughs> right? <laughs> Gives everyone a scare and then a gift card to Barnes & Noble. <laughs> However, people are seeing something. In yeah. some cases. Obviously, like Joseph Bonaparte, that's bullshit. He didn't see anything. <laughs> I don't believe him for a second. People are experiencing something. Yeah. You have theories. Yes. About what they could be experiencing. I have a couple. After the 1909 appearances, the scientific community was asked for possible explanations. Reportedly, science professors from Philadelphia and experts from the Smithsonian Institute thought the devil to be a prehistoric creature from the Jurassic period. Okay, um, I'm going to go out on a limb. No. Yeah, yeah. Don't think that one's true. No. Also, what do they mean when it was like the scientific community was asked for... Po- like, it was just any old scientist like, who just <laughs> walked up and they're like, what do you think? We need answers. Like, I'm a chemist. Like, <laughs> back off. I don't think it's a dinosaur. No. Some people think that it was a Sandy Hill crane. The crane stands four feet high and is about 15 pounds. It has up to an 80-inch wingspan. Its ferocity when cornered is well documented and it gyrates when flying. First off, gyrates? <laughs> <laughs> Which, I mean, from the Jersey Devil's flirtatious, you know, attitude, that makes sense. I think that you could see a large bird gyrating and be like, hey, is that bird hitting on us? <laughs> is that bird trying to get our attention? Maybe no, that's why the cop was looking so deeply into its eyes. It was gyrating at the But he did say it had horns. Hmm. I like the idea of... Because I've seen Sandy Hill cranes. They are really large. Yeah. And that also jives with the idea that it has a horse head. Because mm-hmm. I've seen pictures of this thing where it has like a skinny body and then a huge head. And yeah. that's what they look like. So I totally buy this. Yeah. I think uh, the forest ranger, Irwin, he saw one of these birds wearing... The little <laughs> spirit Halloween devil horns. Yes. That's what happened. I believe so. I totally believe this, that it's it's a giant bird. Mm-hmm. Everything about that makes sense. 
from the sounds that they've heard mm-hmm. to the way it looks, the way it flies. I mean, I've seen lots of those birds perch up high mm-hmm. and open their wings all the way up so they can dry in the sun. Yeah. And, or to warm themselves in the sun. And that would absolutely cast a huge shadow over somebody. Yeah, yeah. My favorite theory from Reddit user Raid Wolf, and he said the Jersey Devil is just a really ambitious osprey trying to fly off with a goat. I believe that too. Yeah. I, do they mean osprey like the helicopter that has the two sets of propellers? You know, sneaking bird. I, I but... like the idea of a helicopter with a goat in its mouth trying to get away. <laughs> so 100%. then what do you think is the true story behind the Leeds family? I don't think that that story is true whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I think that there was a Leeds family that lived in the Pine Barrens mm-hmm. uh, around that time and that they had a lot of kids and that one of their kids was stillborn. Yeah. And they got rid of the baby. Yeah. And that was sort of how, ha- and I think that the midwives had heard the mother cursing the child because she did have so many. Or and... maybe she had an affair. Like yeah. maybe the baby wasn't, you know, the, the actual father's. Oh, and so, it came out looking different. <laughs> yeah, so maybe she ended up, you know, killing the baby and trying or to make giving up. giving it away. Because they were in a different room. Yeah. So she could have killed the baby or gave it away and brought up this whole big story. So yeah. then she wouldn't be found out. And it was so long ago that I think time has a way of making stories more fantastical. Yeah. So it definitely could have started as something simple as like, she miscarried or she had an affair and she killed the baby. Or the baby was born deformed yeah. and she killed it. Or just really ugly. <laughs> just an ugly ass baby. People are crazy. I think also if you have twelve other kids and then the thirteenth one comes out and it's ugly as hell, you're just like, oh fuck that. Like, yeah, I'm not keeping this one. I don't know. I'm not. I've I've never been uh, a woman in a cabin in the 1800s in New Jersey, thirteen kids in. So yeah. I don't know what that's like. But I believe that that story could totally be real. Yeah. But it's been highly exaggerated over the many, many, many years. Yeah. Um. But as far as a baby transforming into a demon, no, definitely yeah. not. Do you think maybe there's like a loose llama somewhere in the Pine Barrens? Why a llama? Because they're kind of like shaped like, like the top part is shaped like a llama. If you look at some of the pictures. <laughs> no, the top part shaped like a horse. I yeah, but it, it has could... matted black fur. And like llamas get, you know, the long. I mean, some of the pictures do sort of look like it could be a llama. Yeah. I like the one where it, it looks just like a little guy. And he has like a little like goatee. Yeah. <laughs> and a little like little satyr horn. But no, I, I don't think it's a llama. I think it's probably this crane. I also don't think that this is something that has been seen in the Pine Barrens. Yeah. Because I, there's no reason for a crane to be in the forest. Mm-hmm. But I think that people go missing in the Pine Barrens. And that is associated, that area is associated with the Leeds family story. Yeah. Because people go, oh, it must be the devil baby is taking people. But it's probably mountain lions. And things yeah, like especially with the screaming. Because, like, a lot of animals sound like they're screaming. Yeah. Like that one fox that I hate. And frogs. frogs yeah. Can you imagine this entire history, all of this mythology, and it's a fucking frog? <laughs> yes, I totally believe that. That's what I want in my life. <laughs> it's weird. As skeptical as I am, I'm willing to believe that the Jersey Devil's existence can be cropped up to people misidentifying the cry of a frog. <laughs> so what do we say at the end of this? Paranormal? Is there really something in the Pine Barrens? I think it's hardly paranormal. I agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're going to have to come up with a different thing to say because that's too funny. I can't say it <laughs> I had to stop because you were going to say it. (laughs) (laughs) So what I think this week's question should be, what is your favorite state-specific cryptid? Like the Jersey Devil. Yeah. Which no one outside of New Jersey knows anything about. 
about. You're like the Pacific Northwest, like those states have Bigfoot. Well, he's not state specific. Um, Florida has um skunking. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you can send us a message with your answer on Instagram at hardly paranormal. Uh, we are also on Twitter at hardly paranormy with a Y, and we are also on facebook we have a facebook page hardly paranormal podcast so you can get us uh there join the groups please like the pages comment we want to hear from you guys we want to know what you think about the jersey devil and your own state's specific cryptids and if you don't live in the united states do you have something that is area specific to where you live like um, australia has the yaoi there's a lot of like ape people huh that's all it is. The Jersey Devil's just Bigfoot, just masquerading <laughs> as a different cryptid. He just didn't do leg day, so it's really skinny legs. It's a different, it's a skinny Bigfoot. <laughs> so I want to give a special thanks to Jake, who submitted this wonderful request. This is Jerry and Lacey saying thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye. <laughs>